I love to talk about my failures because that's where all the lessons are. Today I want to share with you one of my many failure stories in this episode. I had started and shut down my podcast all within a year's time. You won't believe when I tell you that I actually deleted 462 podcast episodes from my podcast channel after realizing that I was doing podcasting the wrong way. Would you like to know how I messed up? And most importantly, would you like to know what are the key business lessons I have learned from that experience? Well, then hang on till the end of this episode because that's exactly what I'm going to talk about today. So let's get into it. Welcome to episode 48 of the Rohit Radio Show. This is your host Rohit and I help people achieve the freedom of time, the freedom of money and the freedom of location so that they can spend more time with their family, travel more and live a more real and a fulfilling life. In this episode, my goal is to share with you the mistakes I have made and the lessons I have learned as a consequence of making those mistakes as a podcaster. This is less about podcasting and more about content creation and business lessons. So if you are in the process of starting a business or creating content for your audience, please pay attention to what I am going to discuss here today. This will help you make better decisions. But before we get into that, I want to invite you to come and attend my free Financial Freedom Masterclass in which I teach people how to escape the 9 to 5 rat race in less than 5 years. This masterclass is 100% online. It is free. When you sign up, you get all your login details and you have lifetime access to it. So go ahead and claim your lifetime access to this masterclass. I will put the link in the description box. This masterclass will get you started on your journey towards your goal of financial independence. Now, just to give you some context here, although I failed as a podcaster initially, I learned so much from that experience that I was able to relaunch the podcast and start afresh. And I was able to convert it to a video podcast, which is really an advanced form of podcasting and requires quite a lot of planning and structure. You are watching episode 48 of that relaunched video podcast on YouTube right now. From my experience, I can tell you that most beginner podcasters should not even think of getting into video podcasting unless they have some experience in traditional podcasting. Anyways, coming back to our topic, I landed in India on the 14th of August 2019. Before that, from 2011 till 2019, I was working in Dubai in the banking sector. During that time, I had worked with three or four banks there. They were all regular nine to five jobs. During that time, on weekends, I also used to host the cash flow board games to try to impart financial education to people for free for those who were interested. So it was like I was donating my time to help other people during those weekends. And during those events, I realized that there is a need for real and practical financial education. So when I came to India on August 14th, 2019, I began to conduct live seminars and events to try to increase awareness regarding financial education. I also invited a lot of guests and did some live interviews. However, 
while I was doing these live events, one thing which I realized is that when I am doing a meeting or a particular event, I am able to serve a very limited number of people. So for example, if I am hosting an interview, maybe the audience size is 30 or 40 people maximum. Or if I am doing a cash flow board game here in India, the maximum number of people I can serve on a particular board game is not more than six. So the effort that I was putting into these events was limited to serving a finite number of people. And I was not happy with that result. I always wanted to serve millions of people. So I was trying to think of ways as to how can I reach a million people around the world with a single event. That's when I came across this thing called as content creation. I saw a lot of successful online entrepreneurs who have built their own businesses and around these businesses, they have created a lot of content which attracts prospects to their businesses. So I made up my mind to start creating content instead of doing live seminars and events. I decided to create long form content for my audience so that they can consume that content anytime they want and from anywhere they want. The problem with a live seminar or a meeting was that if people were not able to uh, make it on that particular day or time, they would miss the event. So during those events, I experienced that the potential of this thing to reach a wider audience is always going to be limited because people have busy schedules. They want to consume content at a time which is convenient for them, even if it means it is in the middle of the night, right? That is how I latched on to the idea of content creation. Now, when it comes to content creation, I quickly realized that there are three different types of content, text, audio, and video. Now, when I say text, I am talking about a blog post. Doing a blog post was out of question because these days people are mostly on audio and video. So I rejected the idea of starting a blog. Next, I also rejected the idea of doing videos because it requires a lot of planning, equipment, and commitment. There are too many variables to making videos. Plus, when people are watching a video, they have to use their eyes and their ears. So when they are in the gym or when they are in the kitchen, they may not able to consume that video content which I have produced. However, I realized that if I start a podcast, it is something that people only need to listen. They don't need to watch the podcast or they don't need to read the podcast. All they have to do is put on their earphones and start consuming the content. They can do it while they are in the gym. They, are, they can do it while they are jogging and things like that. So that way, the idea of podcasting appealed to me very much because if I can create a podcast episode and if that episode reaches a million people, I have effectively helped 1 million people with a single piece of content. That was my goal. I wanted to serve as many people as I could by using the least amount of my personal time. That was my target. So what I did is I went back to all of those guests whom I had invited for live interviews and I asked them whether they would be willing to come on my podcast as a guest. And guess what? All of them said yes, because the idea appealed to them. If I can record a podcast with one of my guests, they can use that link 
to share with their audience and their audience might be much bigger than my own audience right so if i have a guest and the guest has an audience of a million people suddenly my voice and my content can reach a million people if my guest decides to share the link of my podcast with his audience that kind of leverage appealed to me very much so i started interviewing people for my podcast that's how i ended up starting my podcast till here everything sounds sunshine and roses right the challenge comes next now here are 15 mistakes i made that made me fail as a podcaster learn your lessons from these 15 mistakes and you will become a better content creator number 1 i did not know who my audience was while i was working on this podcast i began to interview people from almost all walks of life my podcast was not targeted to a specific group of people my podcast was not targeting a particular topic for example i was covering a broad range of topics on my podcast i used to talk about personal development i would talk about entrepreneurship i would talk about spirituality and healing i would also talk about financial education so my podcast was all over the place which was a mistake for example i interviewed one of my friends who is a reiki master i also interviewed one of my friends who is an image consultant i also interviewed a life coach i also interviewed people who are in the yoga and the spirituality space so as you can see here my podcast was all over the place my audience was clearly not defined i personally always stood for financial education people know me because of this particular topic but the people that i was interviewing were not about financial education this was the reason why i was not getting the reach that i had initially planned to attain so the first lesson that i learned from my initial days of podcasting was whatever content i create from here on it must be related to a specific topic and it must be targeted to a specific group of people who are interested in that topic so now if you see i have 47 episodes podcast episodes and this is purely about financial education this is specifically targeted for those people who are fed up with the 9 to 5 rat race and who want to achieve financial freedom in their life who want to achieve financial independence and who are willing to acquire the financial education that they need to achieve that goal of financial freedom that is what this podcast is about Number 2 I was creating too many episodes another mistake that i made in my initial days of podcasting was that my podcast was too frequent all successful online entrepreneurs are creating one podcast episode per week on a consistent basis they have been doing this for weeks months and years and i knew this because i was following my mentor amy porterfield for the past 5 years before i started a podcast so in spite of the fact that i knew what was required to be done to do a successful podcast i was violating certain basic principles of podcasting and i was producing too many podcast episodes more than what was really required like for example i ended up producing 462 episodes in less than 1 year that's more than one podcast episode per day that was a huge mistake i realized that my audience does not need so much of content my audience needs 
one single original authentic piece of content every single week so that they can take the time to study what i had to teach in that particular episode and then come back later to watch the next episode next week however i was violating that principle and creating podcast episodes left right and center number 3 i was not training my listeners another another thing which i was not doing in my podcast and which my mentor taught me was that we are supposed to put our listeners into the habit of coming back to our podcast week after week every single week at a fixed time and day of the week this is like training or programming the minds of our listeners so for example if i am doing a podcast episode every thursday 9 am indian standard time in the morning my prospects after listening to my podcasts over and over again would automatically start expecting one episode every thursday at 9 am indian standard time so my mentor taught me that you must train your listeners this way to keep coming back to you so that you don't need to ask them over and over again to come and listen they would do it on their own because now they know your schedule that was an idea that changed my life if we compare this to old tv shows which were broadcasted every single week people used to actually schedule time to watch a particular series because they knew the show timings and they would enjoy the show they would show up in front of their tvs 5 minutes before the start of the show in anticipation of a great experience so i learned that i learned that very important lesson so now if you see i release a podcast episode every single week on thursday 9 am in the morning without fail indian standard time number 4 i was not using my podcast to build my email list another mistake that i made in my initial days of podcasting was that i did not create a system to bring my listeners back to my podcast so for example if you were to listen to my podcast and if you liked one of my episodes there was no mechanism that would allow me to get you to listen to my next podcast episode so in other words i was not building my email list i was not inviting my podcast episode listeners to come on my email list if i had asked them to come on my email list that would have allowed me to email them every single week informing them of my next podcast episode release so now if you see if you subscribe to my email list you will get an email at 6 o'clock in the evening every single week on a thursday inviting you to watch my latest youtube video this has allowed me to nurture my audience and my community remember there is a difference between an audience and a community your audience are those people who have chosen to give you their email id and they have chosen to give you their time so i email my audience every single week on thursday at 6 pm informing them that i have released a new youtube video i ask them to go and watch it however a community is those people who are following you on your social media or who are visiting your website or who are listening to your podcast but who are not yet on your email list i am nurturing both my audience and my community this allows me to get my audience and my community to go back and listen to my episodes i have established a direct line of communication with my audience so that i can inform them of any upcoming episode beforehand i was not doing this 
when I initially started my podcast. Needless to say, when I learnt all these things from my mentor Amy Porterfield, I actually sat down one day and deleted all 462 episodes on my podcast and I relaunched my podcast a week after that. Imagine deleting 462 podcast episodes that you had created on which you had spent so much time. It was extremely emotionally painful for me, but I eventually did it because I knew it was the right thing to do. Number 5, I was presenting myself as a professional podcaster. I also knew that I had to present myself as a professional podcaster, not as some random creator who would throw some spaghetti at the wall hoping that some of it sticks. My audience did not want a podcast that was all over the place. They wanted a podcast in which they would get real and practical financial education directly from me because that is what I stand for. So I deleted my podcast and I relaunched it for my audience and guess what? Immediately within the first 4 or 5 episodes I started to see some traction in my podcast because I was doing only one high quality episode per week and I was putting a lot of effort in my podcast every single week. Number 6 I was not properly planning my podcast episodes. Earlier when I used to work on my podcast it was all impromptu it was not really planned the interviews were planned but the solo episodes that i did were not really planned but now if you see on my podcast it is fully planned it is fully scripted i learned this important lesson in my life nobody taught me this here is the lesson i realized that when i am creating any piece of content whether it is a video or whether it is a podcast or a blog post whatever i am doing what i am doing here is i am asking for time from my audience and the most important thing that i can ask for from my audience is their time because time is your most valuable and your most precious commodity so i realized that if i am asking for time of my audience i better respect that time i better create content which makes full justice to the time that i am getting from my audience so that is how i began to realize the importance of scripting so now whatever episodes that i am creating from from episode 1 you will notice that all of those episodes are carefully thought out and very well scripted i never speak impromptu all of my words are preplanned and thought out because i want to make sure i cover each and every point in the episode which i am planning to cover so that i can add maximum value to my audience for the time that they have chosen to give me for that particular episode even this video that you are watching right now or if you are listening to this on any podcast platform i am reading through a script i am not speaking impromptu here a half an hour video is equal to almost 5000 words of script So I am actually taking the time to sit down and write five thousand words for you, so that I don't miss out on any point that I want to deliver to you. So this is the kind of work that I am putting in to deliver value to you, so that it can help you in your business. Number seven, I never hired a team to work on my podcast. I never realized the importance of having a team for my podcast, but now. I have hired a virtual assistant and a video editor to curate this content properly. Earlier, 
I was the one who was recording. I was the one who was editing. I was the one who was publishing. However, now I have realized that if I can delegate some of these tasks to my virtual assistant, then my time gets freed up and I can focus solely on creating an outline for my podcast. I can focus solely on creating the recording for the podcast. My virtual assistant cannot create content for me. I am the one who is supposed to create content for my audience. And that is the only thing that I focus on right now. All my video editing is handled by my video editor. Publishing is handled by my virtual assistant. The only thing that I do is that I create content because content is what matters to my audience. So that once you sit down and take the time to consume this content, I am doing full justice to your time. We are working very hard as a team behind the scenes to bring this content to you. This is not what I was doing in my earlier podcasting days. Now, now I think you understand why I was willing to delete those 462 podcast episodes. Number eight, I was focusing on quantity, not quality. This was a big mistake. In those days, I was focusing on quantity. I was not focusing on quality. I was trying to do two minute episodes or five minute episodes or three minute episodes so that I could increase the number of my podcast episodes. But now if you see, I am doing a 30 to 40 minute episode every single week. I have decided that rather than release three episodes of 10 minutes each per week, why not do a single 30 minute episode per week to cover a single topic in great detail so that if my audience really takes the time to sit down and listen or watch what I have to say here, they can walk away with some immense amount of value and some concrete action steps. In my early days of podcasting, sometimes I used to use this Blue Yeti microphone to do the recording and sometimes I would just sit in my room and use a cheap microphone to do my recording. So the sound on my podcast was not consistent throughout all my episodes. Some of my episodes had a very good sound quality, but some of my episodes had no sound quality at all. I was just randomly creating episodes as thoughts came to my mind. I was good at documenting my thoughts on my podcast, but I realized that randomly documenting thoughts on a podcast does not help my audience. If I have to speak on a certain topic, all I have to do is sit down, think about it, prepare an outline, make a nice 5000 word script, and then produce that particular content, which has high quality content and high quality production value as well. If I could ensure both of those things, then that is content which is worth consuming. I was not doing all of this during my earlier days of podcasting. Number nine, I never had a call to action in my podcast. Another mistake that I made in my earlier podcasting days was that I never had a call to action in any of my episodes. If a podcast listener were to come and listen to my podcast, I did not have a system to guide the listener to the next step. But now if you see, I have a call to action in every one of my episodes. While you are listening to this podcast, or if you are watching this on YouTube, I invite you to come and attend my free financial freedom masterclass, which is like a content upgrade. Just listening to this podcast is not enough. I want to invite you to my masterclass where I can spend another one hour with you to deliver more value to you 
without asking for anything in return this is another principle that i learned from one of my mentors and i want to give credit to graham cochran for teaching me this concept he taught me this concept called as generosity i realized that generosity pays huge dividends in business the more generous we are with giving away our content the more our business grows so i took that idea and now i create content and i give it away generously i document the best ideas that i have and i just give it away to add maximum value to people who take the time to watch my video or listen to my podcast so clearly you can see that as i began working on my podcast i have come to learn all of these things over a period of time nothing nothing came to me on day 1 i had spent good 1 year making all of these mistakes in my podcast and then i relaunched the podcast and now i am getting good traction on this podcast this podcast is helping me build my email list i have also got some clients who have become members of my academy they have been listening to my podcast i have one client who had listened to almost 25 episodes of this podcast before he decided to join my financial freedom academy so that's the power of podcasting a podcast i realized helps us build our personal brand so if at all you are thinking of starting your own podcast if at all you are thinking of creating content around your business through a podcast you better be serious about it plan it out give it a thought and make a schedule or make a list of episode topics that you want to cover on your podcast number 10 i was not focused on solo episodes another mistake that i made with my previous version of my podcast is that i was trying to do a lot of guest interviews and focusing less on solo episodes but over a period of time i realized that it makes more sense to do solo episodes because my audience wants to listen to me they care about what i have to say about the topic of financial education this has been my experience so if i am requesting a guest to come on my podcast i realized that i was spending a lot of time handling the logistics or doing the coordination for setting up a zoom meeting or a skype meeting so i realized that instead of me wasting my time trying to do all this coordination work why not just sit down in front of my microphone and just deliver value which is exactly what my audience wanted and this is exactly what i do now right now this is exactly what i am doing i just simply keep my mic in front of me here is the camera here is me here is the mic and here is what i am teaching you there is no third person in between this i think is a format that is extremely powerful because i am here to teach you i am here to add value to you this is a concept for which again i want to credit graham cochran who taught me this he just sits in front of the microphone and delivers maximum amount of value to his audience and i have been consuming his content for years now go and check out his youtube channel you will learn a lot from him his name is graham cochran number 11 i was not repurposing my content another problem with my podcast was i was not curating and reusing my content if you see now what i am doing every week is i am creating a youtube video 
Then I extract the audio out of this YouTube video and I publish it as a podcast episode. Then I use that audio file to convert to text, properly format it and put it as a blog post on my website. So every week because of this video, I am able to create three different pieces of content because some people like to read, some people like to listen and some people like to watch and listen. So I am able to serve all of these three categories of audiences. But initially, when I started my podcast, I was only doing the audio. I was not doing the blog post. I was not doing the YouTube video. But I realized that if I am creating content, why not create content for every addressable audience? People might be interested in financial education, but some people like to read, some people like to listen. So it is my responsibility for my audience to create content in a format that my audience likes to consume. So I had not put that much of thought process in my earlier days of podcasting, but now I do. Now I create a video, I create a podcast and I produce a blog post and I share this every single week with my audience so that they can choose to consume my content the way they want. Number 12. I was not batching my work. I was not batching my podcast episode creation work. All of the podcast episodes that I had created earlier were like impromptu. I would produce a podcast and I would just publish it. There was no schedule for creating and publishing content. It was like randomly throwing darts. So I was not thoughtful about what my audience wanted, when they wanted it, and whether they are ready to consume this much amount of content or not. But now I am very specific about what I create, for whom I create, when do I publish it and how do I publish it. And I have also set some minimum standards of quality for the content as well as the production value of the podcast. And I use batching. So at any given point in time, I have at least four videos planned ahead. I have at least four videos already scheduled to go out. I already have some episodes in the pipeline. By the time you are listening to this, maybe I have created the next six episodes. So now I use batching very effectively in my podcasting because I have become serious about the content that I am creating for my audience because I care. Number 13, I never realized how important a video podcast was. Another mistake that I made during my initial days of podcasting is that I did not realize the power of video. I could not see how many people are consuming videos these days. So at that time, I was only focusing on the audio part. But now, as you can see, I have figured out a way to shoot the video while I am podcasting. So in one sitting, I can create a podcast episode and a YouTube video simultaneously. That saves me time. And that also creates two different pieces of content for two different types of platforms. So for the same amount of time, I am creating massive amounts of value for my audience on different platforms. As you know, a podcast, whenever it is published, it goes to Apple, it goes to Google, it also goes to Spotify, it goes to all major global podcasting platforms. So the reach of a podcast is very broad. Number 14, I was not focusing on the headlines that I would create for my podcast episodes. I would just randomly put a headline and I wouldn't give much thought to it. 
but now whenever i am creating any episode i think a lot about what should be the title of that episode because that is something which is going to attract the prospect or my audience to actually click and take the time to listen to the episode so this is about copywriting i never knew what copywriting what copywriting is during my earlier podcasting days but now i have done a couple of copywriting courses i have also researched some of this on youtube so i can at least make an attempt to write a compelling headline for my episodes which would compel my audience to at least click and have a look number 15 i was sharing my podcast the wrong way another mistake i had made is that whenever someone was interested in listening to my podcast i would send send them to my apple podcast page or google podcast page or spotify so i was trying to send my audience to other platforms but now if you see i have hosted my podcast on my own website yes my podcast is hosted on anchor which is owned by spotify but if you have to listen to the episode i can give you a link when you click you come to a page on my website where you can listen to the podcast on my website itself you don't have to navigate to some other platform to listen to my podcast if people are already listening to my podcast on these other platforms that is fine i can invite them to come on my email list but when i am sharing my podcast i am not sharing the links of other platforms i am sharing the link of my website because my website itself has my podcast now where you can actually listen to the podcast episode so this increases traffic to my website now my website has a blog if i am successful in, in increasing traffic to my website obviously my blog posts will also get the traffic that it deserves and once my blog posts get the traffic it is good for seo part for my website the search engine optimization so all of these things i had not thought about when i had started my podcast in the initial days but i think i have a good grasp on these things now so i am putting a lot of effort in creating this content for you the reason why i did this episode was that i don't want you to make the same mistakes which i had done when i had started my podcast so i hope that you have learned something from my story here if you are planning to create content around your business i think podcasting is one of the best ways to start because it doesn't take much effort compared to a video uh, production it doesn't take much money as well compared to video so i would encourage you to start a podcast but start the right way don't rush through this so my question to you is this which one of these lessons resonated with you the most and are you now willing to make improvements to serve your audience better let me repeat that question which one of these lessons resonated with you the most and are you now willing to make improvements to serve your audience better if you are truly serious about achieving financial freedom in your life you will find out the answer to that question and do the right thing which is right for not only yourself but for your audience as well i have confidence in you talking about financial freedom again i want to invite you to come and attend my free financial freedom masterclass in which i teach people how to escape the 9 to 5 rat race in less than 5 years 
This masterclass is 100% online. It is free. When you sign up, you get all your login details and you have lifetime access to it. So go ahead and claim your lifetime access to this masterclass. I will put the link in the description box below. This masterclass will get you started on your journey towards your goal of financial independence. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. I have given you enough food for thought. I hope you got value out of this story. This is your host Rohit signing off for now. I will see you same time, same place next week. Bye for now. Take care.